Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, December 6, 2023, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is Moving Into the Time of Total Deception. But before we get started, let us pray. Lord God, we humbly come before your throne and bow down spiritually speaking. Lord God, we thank you for the fact that you sent your one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ, to be uh, the propitiation or the uh, take our place upon the cross of Calvary that our sins may be forgiven. And we just thank you for that gift, Lord God, because you're the only one who could give it. And we move on to you, Lord Jesus, to say thank you to you for forgiving us of our sins. And as you went to the cross, we know that we were on your mind and you would have done it for me, Lord Jesus, even if I had been the only person on the face of this planet to do it for. And I thank you for that, Lord Jesus. And I look forward to the day that I will be able to walk with you on the streaks of gold in heaven. And with that said, Holy Spirit, I would like to say thank you for walking with me and being in me and bringing all things to my remembrance and using me in the way that you have prepared and ordained, Lord God, through the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we open the show for today, it is with scripture found in Matthew chapter 24, verses 34 to 44, where the Lord Jesus is speaking concerning the rapture of the church as well as the culmination of the time of Jacob's or Israel's trouble that began at the beginning of the seven-year period of tribulation, also known as the 70th week of Daniel, and will climax during the coming time of great tribulation that is set to take place in the second or last three and a half years within the final seven-year period of tribulation, known there again as the 70th week of Daniel. My friends, one must realize that it is in the final three and a half years of the final seven-year period of tribulation, known as the 70th week of Daniel, that it will be as well the time of the open and tyrannical rule and reign of Satan's Antichrist beast, 
false prophet and worldwide mark of the beast system all of which will be taking place simultaneously alongside the outpouring of the wrath of the one and only true and living god of heaven who is the heavenly father of our lord master savior soon coming king and messiah who there again is none other than jesus christ and is the same who begins in matthew chapter 24 verse 34 by stating Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of the day and the hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, one shall be taken, the other left. Watch therefore, Jesus said, for for ye know not what hour your Lord doeth come. But this know, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered or permitted his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, Jesus said, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Now that we have set the stage, biblically speaking, my friends, concerning the fact that Jesus is soon and very soon to return in his unexpected to the world at large return in what is called the catching away of the saints or the rapture of his church or bride, let us dive right into our first piece of the day to see just how many people believe that we are actually living at the end of time as we have known it. As we take a look at this opinion piece posted by endtimeheadlines.com titled four in ten adults in the u.s believe humanity is living in the end times in which the writer thereof states a recent survey came across my desk which revealed that four in ten u.s adults believe humanity is living in the end times according to a survey done by the Pew Research Center. The writer then says, let me acknowledge the source of this information. The Pew Research Center is not a right-wing evangelical organization. I say that because I don't want people to think that I am only presenting information that comes from the, from the as they put it, far-right conservative voices. The Pew Research Center is a think tank based in Washington, D.C. They conduct public opinion polls, demographic research, and surveys on various topics such as social issues and public beliefs and habits. The Pew Research Center did not state did not start out wondering if Americans believe we are living in the end times. This research was due to the result of a prior survey, a completely different subject. The writer continues by stating, in April of 2022, Pew Research uh, conducted a survey to find out how concerned Americans were or uh are about climate change. In gathering those results, they found that many Americans express little or no concern about climate change. And the uh, interesting nugget was, uh, was why they felt that way. 
Why was there such a lack of concern about climate change, the writer asks? People explained they believe that there are much bigger problems in the world today. They overwhelmingly said that they believe God is in control of the climate and they do not think climate is changing. Hmm, nice concept. I'll go with it. Uh, the writer continues by saying that connection of results showing people believing God is in control of the climate led Pew to do more uh do a more recent survey. So they began to research what people's views were about God. Pew Research conducted this end times survey eight months after that climate change poll. This follow-up survey revealed that in the United States, 39% of adults, four out of 10, say that they believe we are living in the end times. While 58% say they do not believe we are living in the end times. Interestingly, the writer says, Christians are divided on this question with 47% saying we are living in the end times and 49% saying we are not living in the end times. However, the writer says 29% or 3 in 10 people from non-Christian religions, Jews, Muslims, uh, Buddhists, and Hindu, and 23% of those with no religious affiliation say we are living in the end times. Hmm. The writer continues by sharing that the survey also explored America's view about a fundamental foundation of Christianity, the belief that Jesus will return to earth, meaning his second coming. That's what the writer wrote, uh, because they certainly wouldn't be talking about the rapture, because didn't I just say a few minutes ago that it's the unexpected to the world at large return of the Lord Jesus Christ? That's what the rapture is. Everybody's looking for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, but to their own herd, if they're still here, that will not be uh, something in the end that they wish they would have been waiting for. They will have wished that they were ready to go in the rapture or that unexpected to the world at large return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the writer continues by saying uh, the belief that Jesus will return to earth, meaning his second coming. When uh, asked if Jesus will return to earth someday, more than half of all U.S. adults, 55%, said yes. Respondents who said they believed Jesus would return to earth were also asked how certain they were that this would happen during their lifetime. One in ten Americans say they assume the second coming of Jesus will definitely or probably occur during their lifetime. 27% are not sure if Jesus will return in their lifetime, and 19% say the return of Jesus will definitely or probably not occur during their lifetime. The survey also asked about another eschatological belief our end times belief held by the uh, average American adult, People were asked if they thought Jesus would return after a worsening of global conditions, which is consistent with a pre-millennial view, or if Jesus would return after an improvement in conditions consistent with a post-millennial view. This survey revealed premillennial beliefs are far more common Whew, praise God, than post-millennial beliefs by a 20% to 3% margin. The post-millennial view believes that the world will gradually improve and the thousand-year millennial uh, millennium, or as seen in Revelation 20, will uh, happen prior to Jesus's physical return. Eh, wrong. That's not what the Word of God says, so that settles that right there. The amillennial uh, view believes that uh, the thousand-year millennium is already happening and is 
more of a spiritual time frame, so not a literal thousand-year period. And Sorry, that's not what the Word of God says. There's only one thing that the Word of God does say. It says what we're going to find out here in just a moment. The premillennial view believes that the return of Christ will usher in his thousand-year reign and is often connected with circumstances in the world worsening until his second coming. Ding, 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 ding. That is absolutely correct, my friends. But remember, in between his second coming and now, there is that unexpected to the world at large rapture of those who are ready, watching, waiting, and praying for his imminent return. More on that later. Because, the writer says of this, Pew Research classified anyone as pre-millennial if they say the world situation will worsen and then Jesus will return. And again, those uh, polled overwhelmingly by a 20% to 3% margin agreed with a pre-millennial uh, belief. And that, biblically speaking, my friends, would be because, there again, that is the only scenario that the word of the one and only true and living God presents. And on that thoroughly thought-provoking note, my friends, concerning all those who do know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for themselves, versus all those who do not know God's word and all those who do not know God's word well for themselves, I must say that I will be right back after the break so that we may continue our walk through Moving in to the time of total deception. Here he would 
Well, I hope so, because that's why I'm here. I'm forgiven. Are you? And I love that song. I love that song. And I also love the way that every week the Lord gives me the perfect song that I don't even go through these songs to see which one I should get. I just listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and he goes, how about this? How about that? And then we see together how perfect it always is. I'm loving it. Okay, my friends. And in the second half of our show for today, we will be taking a prophetic look at a piece posted by Mr. Michael Snyder of the Economic Collapse blog.com, dated November 29th, 2023, titled The Significance of America's Fallen National Christmas Tree. Which Mr. Snyder opens thusly by stating America's national Christmas tree fell this week. He continues by saying that tree is the most important national symbol of our most important national holiday. He as well points out that the national Christmas tree lighting ceremony has been performed every year since 1923. And so the falling of the tree has happened as we approach the centennial, the centennial anniversary of this tradition, my friends, 100 years. Mr. Snyder then asks, do do you think that this was just a coincidence? Just before going on to say, I certainly don't. He then says, I believe that the downing of the most important national symbol of our most important national holiday is significant. He continues by sharing on Tuesday, a very powerful gust of wind knocked the 40-foot tree completely to the ground. The national Christmas tree near the White House was knocked over Tuesday when strong winds roared I love their choice of words, through the Washington area. The National Park Service said the 40-foot tree from, oh my goodness, um, Managolhila, which I totally slaughtered, but it's someplace in Pennsylvania, or I'm sorry, in West Virginia, uh, from the National Forest in West Virginia to be uh Correct and fact, a fact, my friends, uh, fell over during a strong wind gust. Mr. Snyder continues by as well pointing out that when uh, pointing out that interestingly, the tree had already been replaced in 2023. Hmm, because the first one had developed a fungus. Hmm. This year's tree was already replaced once after the tree originally planted for the ceremony, developed a fungus. WUSA-TV reported a wide variety of diseases target Christmas trees, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Mm-hmm, sure they do. Uh, Mr. Snyder continued on by sharing that once the national Christmas tree came down, many immediately compared it to the Biden presidency. He says, there is, he says, here's one example. National Christmas tree falls down. The Republican House Committee on the Judiciary wrote in a post on X, formerly Twitter, perfectly summing up the Joe Biden presidency. To which Mr. Snyder replied, without a doubt, Joe Biden's presidency has not gone well. But the truth is, says Mr. Snyder, that Joe Biden and all of the other corrupt politicians in Washington are a reflection of the country as a whole. He continues by stating that we are a fallen nation and we are completely and utterly unprepared to handle the consequences of decades of very foolish decisions. Mr. Snyder as well states, in our time, Americans are becoming increasingly emotionally unstable. According to the CDC, the national suicide rate just hit the highest level in more than 80 years. 
The suicide rate among Americans, which has risen steadily over the past 18 years, has reached its highest point since 1941. Preliminary data for 2022 shows the suicide rate per 100,000 people in 2023 was 14.3, according to a report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention uh, released early Wednesday. The rate was 15 in 1941. Mr. Snyder continues by stating that the latest numbers also show that men are killing themselves at a far higher rate than women are. The rate of male uh, males was 22.8% and 5.7% for females in 2021. The number of suicides for males in 2022 was 2% higher than the 100 or the 38,358 deaths in 2021. For uh, females, um, let's see, the 2022 number rose 4% from 9,825 deaths in 2021. Meanwhile, says Mr. Snyder, the worst drug addiction crisis in our history has resulted in yet another new record high for drug overdose deaths. Drug overdose deaths reach another record level in the United States this spring. New data from the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention shows as 2023 is on track to be another devastating year amidst the drug epidemic more than 111,000 people died from a drug overdose in the 12-month period ending in April according to the new estimates Mr. Snyder at this point chimes in to say, if our society is so great, why are deaths of despair off the charts? Just before going on to ask, can anyone answer that question? He then goes on to ask, and if so, and if so, he says, many of uh, Americans cannot emotionally handle the way things are now. What is going to happen during the chaotic years ahead? He then adds, in 2024 and beyond, there will be more political unrest, more wars, more pestilence, which are pandemics, my friends, more economic troubles, more famine, and more national disasters. With that said, and skipping ahead to the end of this piece, Mr. Snyder ends with these words. If you think that the past few years have been chaotic, just wait until you see what is coming. He says, the things that will happen in 2024 and beyond are truly going to be wild. And much of our population is completely and utterly unprepared to emotionally deal with the very challenging times that are approaching. He then adds that we are a fallen nation with a fallen population he then asks so uh was it just a coincidence that the most important national symbol of our most important national holiday just violently fell to the ground he then answers with a resounding of course not mr snyder closes by making a statement that i 100 percent agree with how about you when he ends by stating, I believe that someone is trying to send us a message, but hardly anyone is listening. My friends, we here in the year 2023 have been living under the God-breathed mandate for the year 2023, which was and still yet is that this year called 2023 is the year of total chaos and confusion. The soon coming year of 2024 has as well been mandated by the same one and only true and living God to be the year of total deception. 
Mr. Snyder was correct when he stated, if you think that the past few years have been chaotic, just wait until you see what is coming. He continues by stating, the things that will happen in 2024 and beyond are truly going to be wild, and much of our population is completely and utterly unprepared to emotionally and my friends, I would like to add uh, that, biblically speaking, they are as well completely and utterly unprepared to spiritually, as he put it, deal with the very challenging times that are approaching. Why? Because just as Mr. Snyder's chilling words stated for the most part, we are a fallen nation with a fallen uh, population. And my friends, just as Mr. Snyder's closing words state, quote, I believe that someone is trying to send us a message, but hardly anyone is listening, which for the time that we now find ourselves living in, my friends here today, is a very true statement. For the Lord Jesus Christ himself tells us in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, that if we plan on receiving eternal life and making heaven our eternal home, we must, as Jesus said, enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, Jesus said, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. My friends, the good news is that you do not have to be counted in that number of them that will, in the end of all things, be cast into the lake of fire. That is, if. You, while you still have breath in your body, and while it is still called today, you will seek the Lord God while he may be found, and call upon the name of his one and only begotten Son, who there again is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ, to forgive you of your sins, so that you can and will be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, my friends, the only people on this planet who are truly watching for the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior of this world are those who belong to the Lord Jesus Christ at, at his appearing in the rapture. Because they have already asked Jesus to forgive them of their sins and are living as the word of God, which is the Bible, has outlined for us by way of the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit and the blood-stained footsteps of the Lord Jesus Christ from the cradle to the cross. My friends, as we embark upon the coming year of 2024, which is mandated to be the year of total deception by the one and only true and living God of heaven, earth, and Israel, who is as well the heavenly father of the only savior of the world, who is Jesus Christ, let us not forget his words as spoken by him in Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 29, where Jesus begins by stating, Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits, Jesus said. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire, which is a reference, my friends, uh, to the time that people will be cast into the lake of fire if they do not receive the Lord Jesus Christ to obtain eternal life in heaven. 
Jesus continues on by saying, Wherefore, uh, by their fruits ye shall know them. Jesus as well states, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I, Jesus said, profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, says Jesus, and you know what I always tell you about the word therefore. See what it's there for. Jesus said, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which buildeth his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, hmm, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Jesus as well states, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, hmm, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Matthew ends this chapter by noting, And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. My friends, in John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, Jesus speaking states, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ might be saved. It says might be saved, my friends, because you have a free will given to you by God to choose in whom you will serve for all eternity. And in Deuteronomy, the Lord God told Moses, and it is echoing in uh, the uh, time that we now live in, to that fact that he set before us life and death, and he says, choose life. And life only comes by way of the Lord Jesus Christ and the work that he did upon the cross of Calvary. Jesus continues by saying, he that believeth on him, who is he? Jesus Christ, is not condemned. But he that believeth not, believeth not what? Believeth not in the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God says, is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. My friends, God has many sons and daughters, but Jesus Christ is his only begotten son. Because he is a son without sin that came to this earth to show us the way back to heaven. In John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6, Jesus once again speaking states, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I, Jesus said, would have told you. I, Jesus said, go and prepare a place for you. And if I, Jesus said, go and prepare a place for you, I, Jesus said, will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, Jesus said, ye know, and the way ye know. My friends, the word way means method. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way or the method? In other words, my friends, Jesus said unto him, I am the way. Jesus just point blankly said to him, I am the method. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. My friends, Today is the day of salvation, and our time is growing very short. 
because we see the things that the Bible says would be happening just before the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, these things are beginning to happen like never before on the face of this earth. And uh, the things that are happening in Israel are a timepiece unto God. Uh, he is uh, He gauges the end times uh, and this whole world has been gauged from the beginning till the end by what happens in Israel, my friends, because it is the place that holds his name perpetually for ever and ever in the city of Jerusalem. So while it is still yet called today, my friends, it is time for us to get our lives in order. I mean, I'm hearing about people dying every second of the day in the last three years, and, and even right now, it's just uh, uh, this person shot, this person kills their family, this person fell off this, this person did that, dead, 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 dead. It's just, I, I've, it's so incredible. I've never heard about this much death to date in my life as what is going on right now. So it just reminds me that we need to be ready, watching, and waiting always for the Lord Jesus Christ so that we will be counted worthy as to escape uh, eternal damnation in the lake of fire, my friends. Hell is just a hangover, and hell is going to be cast into the lake of fire. So don't think for one minute that there's anything exciting happening in hell or on into the lake of fire except torment for all eternity. It is with the Lord Jesus Christ that we have eternal life, and it will be in abundance, and it will be with in a place with time without end, my friends, called heaven. And we will have access to the earth, the new heaven, and the new earth, my friends. We will have access to both as we are in our glorified bodies in the time of eternity that is soon to come. My friends, in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, Paul is given the opportunity to give us the plan of God's only plan of salvation for all mankind who choose life. If you want to have eternal life, then this is the only plan that you can get there by. And it's found in the word of God. And these scriptures connect to other scriptures that say the same thing, my friends, it, so here it is, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13 tells us, and Paul speaking says, that if thou or you shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine or your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou or you shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, I like to say right living in the Lord Jesus Christ, and the word of God goes on to say, and with the mouth is confession, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, says the word of God. And as for all those, my friends, who choose not eternal life through the precious and holy shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and the work that he did upon the cross of Calvary, will have nothing but Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, to look forward to, if you can call it that, where John, the revelator, begins by stating, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were open. These books, my friends, are the volumes and volumes and volumes of books that are the books that hold the names of those who chose not to go with the Lord Jesus Christ and receive eternal life. At the great white throne judgment day of God, they will be opened. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. My friends, the book of life is 
sometimes called the Lamb's Book of Life, and it is the book that your name is written in when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your one and only Savior or escape from that which is yet to come upon this earth and leads to eternal life through what the Lord Jesus Christ did for you upon the cross of Calvary. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books. Because now they're not only have died, my friends, but they're going to spiritually die as well. According to their works, they are now judged. It says, uh, which, uh, is see, and uh, the dead and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Not according to what the Lord Jesus Christ did upon the cross of Calvary, but their good deeds and all these things that they did upon the face of this earth that they thought was going to get them whatever they thought uh, eternal life or the next place to go or whatever is. So now they're being judged by their works and not the work that the Lord Jesus Christ did upon the cross. And it says, and the sea gave up the dead which were in it and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them and they were judged every man according to their works there again not by the work the lord jesus christ did upon the cross but by the things that they thought they did in this life that were going to get them a pass and death and hell says the word of god and death and hell did you notice that were cast into the lake of fire this is the second death. My friends, there is a physical death, but there is also coming a day for a uh, spiritual death for those who chose not to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, and they will experience nothing but torment for all eternity and damnation for all eternity because God is going to be wrath with them and it has to do with the fact that he gave his only begotten son that all men would have eternal life and they spit in the face of God by not receiving it. This is the second death. To be forever, my friends, separated from God. To be separated from the Lord Jesus Christ. To be separated from the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. And to be separated from all those pesky people that tried to tell you that you needed a personal relationship in good standing with the Lord Jesus Christ. And it also separates you from heaven as well, my friends, for all eternity, which is time without end. The last verse of this set of scripture says, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life, was cast into the lake of fire, which is a total summation of just what I just got done saying to you about all the people that won't be in heaven and they have suffered the second death. They did not have their name written in the Lamb's book of life, and so therefore they'll be cast into the lake of fire for all eternity, my friends. It's not a happy thing. So, while it is still called today, my friends, today, I cannot stress it enough, today is the day of salvation. For soon, the Lord Jesus Christ will come at his unexpected return to this world and receive those that are ready, watching, waiting, and praying for his imminent return in what is called the rapture. You know, my friends, I'm hearing so many people that uh, they have their doctrine in a twist. Number one, they're, they're not following the Lord Jesus Christ. They're not filled with the indwelling power, working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. And they're not in spirit filled and led churches because they could never have this doctrine of uh, post-millennial, a-millennial. They could not have uh, this doctrine of uh, that there's no rapture if they knew the word of God. It just immediately shows you 
that they do not know what the word of the very one and only true and living God has set down on the pages of what is called the Bible, because it is very black and white. You must study the word of God. You must cross-reference the word of God with the word of God to find the mysteries that God has prepared for you to find at this late hour my friends. First, you must receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. You must uh, approach him with a broken and contrite heart and spirit and ask him to please forgive you of your sins, knowing that you are a sinner in need of a Savior. Then, my friends, you must uh, seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Why? Because it is stated in the word of God that you must seek him for it because you will not enter into or even see the kingdom of God without it. John chapter 3 verses 1 through 7. Okay. Acts chapter 1 verses 1 through 8. Acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4. Acts chapter 19 verses 1 through 6. My friends, we cannot twist the word of God well, you can, but the fact is, is when you do, you're the one that's going to be cast into the lake of fire in the end of all things. So, my friends, while it is still yet called today, you must call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You must ask him to forgive you of your sins. This is why I'm here, my friends. I could say a million things. I could bring you a million articles. I could do, uh, I could stand on my head. I could do anything I wanted to do, but the real reason that I'm here whenever I'm here with you is because the Lord God has called me and sent me to tell the world at large, remember the world at large who doesn't uh, know that there's an unexpected return of the Lord Jesus Christ coming soon and very soon, to get ready, be ready, and stay ready. My friends, if you're waiting for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to be cast into the lake of fire because that's what happens when the Lord Jesus Christ comes in the uh, second uh, in his second coming at the end of the seven years of tribulation. Those people who are alive on the earth at that time will be cast into the lake of fire with the false prophet and the uh antichrist beast who will also be cast into the lake of fire alive the time of uh the great white throne judgment my friends is for those who have passed on before the time of the rapture and who passed on uh and who rather who uh passed on before the time of the rapture from the beginning of time my friends and uh those who rejected the Lord Jesus Christ during the thousand-year reign of the Lord Jesus Christ upon the earth here during the millennial kingdom time. So the thing is, is you need to be ready, watching, and waiting for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ because uh, I venture to say, my friends, now the Holy Spirit is able, and God knows who will be doing what, but he has also given us a mandate to receive the love of his son that he gave his life on the cross of calvary for us in the here and now that we would be ready watching and waiting for his imminent return because i'm telling you my friends if you can't live for the lord jesus christ now i really don't know other than the lord being gracious to you for one reason or another that would be in his mind only and not mine uh to sustain you on the other side, to have your head chopped off for the Lord Jesus Christ, because that's what happens on the other side. You have your head chopped off for saying that you will not renounce the name of the Lord Jesus Christ after the rapture, my friends. So I would venture to say it's a better idea to receive him now, live for him now, and never renounce the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and just be whisked away at the appointed time uh, during the rapture that the Lord God says will happen. It's an unexpected to the world uh, at large uh, happening. And uh, those who will be going through the time of great tribulation, my friends, are those who did not make themselves ready 
before that time. Don't let it be you. And my friends, with that said, today, if you would like to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins, or if you've backslidden and you need to get back on the straight and narrow path with the Lord Jesus Christ, my friends, for those of backslidden, kick Satan to the curve. Don't listen to him anymore telling you all about how, oh, now you backslid, you're never able to go back. That's a lie. That's a lie right from the mouth of Satan. All you have to do is, with a broken and contrite heart and spirit, come back to the Lord. The Lord is the one who knows the end from the beginning. He will receive you back, my friends, if you are sincere. You're the one that is making your choice for eternity. The Lord Jesus Christ has already done the work. And for those who have never asked the Lord Jesus Christ to be their Savior, just come before the Lord Jesus Christ today and ask him to please forgive you of your sins. Tell him that you know that you are a sinner in need of a Savior. That is your confession, my friends. We have to, we have to confess to the Lord Jesus Christ that we know we're not in charge of our lives, that he is. We are sinners in need of a Savior, and Jesus Christ is the only Savior of the world. And with that said, there's nothing more left to say, but let us pray. And let's do it right now, out loud, from the depths of your heart, not just your tongue and not just your brain, my friends, because like I said, the Lord God will know if you're sincere in your heart in what you were asking for today. But if you are then you're on your merry way to the next step, which would be to ask the Lord God to to send you the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit by the evidence of speaking with other tongues, and to then walk in the power, working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, which can bring all things to our remembrance, which can teach us the word of God, and which can put everything in our lives in order and keep us safe and protect us until the Lord Jesus Christ returns for us. With that said, let us pray. Please pray this prayer out loud with me, my friends, if you so choose to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior or come back to him today. With that said, let us pray. Dear Lord God, we humbly come before your throne and bow down, spiritually speaking. Lord God, I know that you uh, are the one that sent your one and only begotten Son, and I thank you for that. You're the only one who could give us that gift, and Lord Jesus, I'm so thankful that you came. Lord God, I ask that when I received the Lord Jesus Christ as my only Savior, that you would bestow upon me the indwelling power, working, and anointing of your Holy Spirit as I seek you for it with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Thank you, Lord God, for your many blessings and for this wonderful gift that no one could give but you. And Lord Jesus, I do humbly come before your throne and bow down spiritually speaking. And Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. And today I am asking that you would please forgive me of my sins, that you would wash me as white as snow, and that you would prepare me to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power working and anointing of his Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues so that I may walk in the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, and do that which you've called me to do in this life and to be ready, watching, waiting, and looking up and praying for your imminent return, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way in my life from this day forward. Teach me to know God's word, know it well, and know it correctly for myself. And please bring all things to my remembrance that I have need of. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray, amen and amen. And you know what, my friends? With that said, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give you his perfect shalom or peace. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks.
where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus, and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all, now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?